This episode was brought to you by the letters T, the letter A, and by the act of touching your genitals. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Amateur Skeptics Podcast number 212. I'm your host, Brian. Joining me this evening, Mac. Good evening, everybody. I feel like we've been here before. <laughs> and we have Mad Cat. I think we've been here once or twice. And the dumbass himself. It's going to be very air. Yeah, boy, this is <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> The dumbass himself. He's having. I he's think having he's disrespectful. He's dropped again. Oh man, poor guy. You know, here's the thing: when internet works, <laughs> it's fantastic. But if you, but if it, but if it's bad or something, you know, if something's not working properly, it's a nightmare, right? I mean, what are you to do, right? You're at the the whim of your provider half the time. <sighs> but dumbass sometimes doesn't think of the first few things that you do when you have troubles with your computer. Uh, turn it off and turn it back on. <laughs> I rebooted before the like podcast, so yeah, he doesn't, huh? No. All right. Well, we got we have to the soldier on. Um, uh, Ian is not with us tonight. He is. Uh, he's off. Um, he's becoming a stew. Is is that is that how you guys read that email? Um, he went he's to a hot doing spring. Doing in his own juices. There we go. He's off to a hot spring. I yeah. Yep. A little <clears throat> bit of maripois, and you got an Ian stew. Stewy. We all know what Maripaw hey, is, maybe right? Maybe he'll get a Stewie from this. All right. Anyway, so uh, okay, we ignore that. <laughs> what? <laughs> you don't know the joke? What joke? Stewie. Stewie. Uh, from Stewie from uh, yeah from uh, Family Guy. Yeah. Yeah. If he came back okay. as Stewie, that would be awesome. If he came back that funny, that would be hilarious. That would be a totally Especially different show. Especially if he got the dog, right? If he picked yeah. up the dog too. Oh yeah, we need Brian, right? Yeah, we need Brian. Yeah, another Brian. Okay, I don't know what happened. Skype oh. decided to, to just suddenly reboot on me. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. And here, we're going to let you do your intro here. <laughs> okay. And the dumbass himself. Hey, uh, I forgot what I was even going to say there now. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to come visit sometime. That's what it is. You're getting my talking capabilities. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it had something to do with Jigglypuffs. I forget exactly what I was going to say now. <laughs> Jigglypuffs. My Trump stuff has disappeared. What happened? Did I delete that accidentally? What happened to my Trump stuff? Oh, I'm sorry. That's my fault. Can, I can, fucked it up. I thought we were putting the Trump stuff somewhere else, and I thought you already did. No. We're keeping it. The, the, the Trump stuff goes here. Oh, okay. I'll grab it back. Can I have it back? <laughs> Can I have back the Trump stuff? Oh, that's oh. hilarious. There um, you go. There, there, there's our producer, everybody, right? Oops, that's not what I was trying to do. Mad Cat the producer. Mad Cat the mess, uh, mess things around with fun. All right. Okay. No, no, no. So, uh, but here's the thing. Is that we are going to talk Trump, and we're going to talk gender, right? But before we do that, I wanted, I wanted us to ease into it. Hey, Mad Cat. Yeah? Guess what time it is. Okay, it's that time. Fine. Okay. Ian and Dumbasses Masturbation Moment brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The Amateur Skeptics present 
Ian's Masturbation Moment, brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The Dumbass Media Empire, bringing you content that touches people while they touch themselves. Okay. So here are eight ways you never knew you could masturbate. I, I'm going to say that. <laughs> to say that you never knew, I'm going to say I might not have known, but I'm going to say dumbass knew, right? He already knew. Dumbass knows everything. He does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've, tried, I've tried everything single one of them multiple times. Exactly. Right. So, so it's good. It's going to be hard, you know? Um, you know, the, 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 this starts out. It is going to be hard. That's what she said. <laughs> That's what she said. Huh? Ooh, baby. <laughs> Get that mushy thing out of my bedroom. Okay. <laughs> so, anyways, so it, it starts talking about how many people are masturbating. But here's the thing. So it starts out, um, and, and we'll get to the fun stuff because that's really what we're here for, right? Um, but it says between 25 and 29, masturbate two to three times per week, uh, women. And it says in here men, and of course the men admitted to masturbating much more often. And I say admitted because every single one of these studies, this is from a, a national study of sex and health, and, that, uh, and so men admit to masturbating more than women, right? Because these are self-reported, so we don't know. But I think that it's becoming—I think it's becoming more socially acceptable for people, for women to admit that they masturbate. We know that that guys, ninety percent of them masturbate. The other ten percent, no arms, right? So, so you it's know, a given. It, it's interesting because, in terms of our pop culture and our media, a man masturbating is a lot less acceptable oh, no. than a vibrator in a woman's drawer. Guys, I did. Or am a, I, I wrong about that? I did a terrible thing. I forgot well, that's to. Because you for, I forgot oh. to announce the segment. It's a disaster. But it's okay. We're gonna move yeah. forward. But I think what we'll do is at the end we'll 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 we'll, we'll, we'll redo the segment so I can piece it in later. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hey, well, everything can be be fixed in post. Yes. Uh, and even I'll even add dick jokes and laughter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Mac. Go ahead. I, did I mess you up? I was just saying that there's a lot, there's a lot more, um, you know, if you're watching, if you're watching movies, TV or whatever, there's a lot greater shame attached to a male character in the movie masturbating. There's a lot more, um, you should laugh at this attached to it than there is in discovering a vibrator in a woman's drawer. Well, that's because you're not supposed to lose your sperm you're supposed to use it okay, properly but, but okay but to be fair well i know every, every sperm is sacred <laughs> exactly but here's the thing that some of the funniest scenes are like when you when you have a rattling in a drawer right it's like well what is that you know open it up and there's a there's a vibrating dildo right i mean yeah. so so i think that some of those are some of the funniest masturbating scenes right um you know, dis- discovering. I've made the point before, though, that I, and yeah, along uh, Max lines there, that um, a lot of the time when you see like depictions of masturbation in uh, in things, it's like American Pie, where it's like yeah, really awkward and uh, like the, and that that's male masturbation, really really awkward and kind of weird. <clears throat> Whereas female masturbation, the the more common way to depict it is as very sensual and arousing. Okay. But yep. that's because this is the difference between sugar and spice and all things nice and slime and snails and puppy dog tails, right? I mean, that, that right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Plus, the other thing is is that there it's probably been overdone. Oh, it's way overdone. I mean, way overdone. And the thing is, you have to admit, a man in pleasure 
is not as good looking as a female in pleasure. <laughs> I, I would admit that. <laughs> it, 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 depend, it depends on who you ask, but for, for me, uh, that is true, definitely. Here's the thing, is that I, I think that one of the reasons that these things still work is because we are so sexually repressed, right? In particularly in the mm-hmm. U.S., I don't know, maybe Canada, maybe yeah. not quite as much. I don't know, but that's the only reason that it still works. If this was more normalized, you wouldn't see that anymore because it wouldn't be funny. It's like, oh, it's a guy masturbating. No. Let's move on, right? I mean, yeah, the joke would the joke would go away. Instead, we've got uh, Steve Carell in Forty Year Old Virgin, basically trying to trying to get himself off to a, a Star Wars porno and getting lost in the plot (laughs) (laughs) and forwarding through forwarding through the sex scene so he can watch the plot. Hey, that's just like anyone who gets the dirty mag and says that the, you get it because the articles are great. (laughs) Okay. To be fair, um, playboy actually does have really good articles. (laughs) They they do sometimes. Yeah, that is true. And and yet my fifth grade teacher didn't let me use that as an excuse for keeping the playboy. (laughs) It's for the articles, sir. All right. Oh no, no, I don't read the articles. It's just for the dirty pictures. Anyway. So I still think that the problem with self-reported studies, I, I, I don't know. Maybe the people that are willing to take the studies, maybe they're willing to be more honest. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'm always suspect of self-reported study. Right. But, but to be get objective, you know, statistics, we would have to put cameras in every dorm room, and people think that's creepy. Gee, I wonder why that anyone would think that's creepy. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it says basically more men are masturbating than women two to three times a week, and that women need to catch up. And I agree. <laughs> well, you know, I, I agree as well. And you know, if any women need help in this regard, I selflessly volunteer my services uh i am available uh for your masturbation needs uh for whatever you need just remember to bring the cow glove toy (laughs) that's right more cowbell more cowbell (laughs) Uh, i i want to bring something up real quick just dumbass mint or uh the uh the thing about the thing about uh about keeping your sperm I, I just happened to hear this. It was an old Jim Carrey routine. He was talking about how, how pathetic you are is how far you have to go back for your glory days. And so he does this old man voice and he's like, I was so fast when I was a sperm. <laughs> 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 there were millions of us in the race, but I beat them all to the egg. <laughs> that is Long time ago. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. If that was true, wouldn't that person now just be a human? Yeah. So, so even though he he beat the rest of them with the egg, there was still a sperm that beat him. If he's still a sperm. No, no. He's saying that he had to go that he had to go back to before he was born for his glory days. Oh, okay. He was. So he had to go back to. It doesn't matter though because it's just the sperm that we're talking about. Okay. You're overanalyzing. <laughs> You're seriously overanalyzing. Can we get back to the masturbating? Fine, we'll get back to I'm, I was forward. I'm sorry. I'm going to fast forward <laughs> through the dirty scenes and, and focus on the plot. It is interesting, <laughs> that, though, j- j- just to briefly mention how we always picture, uh, like before we were born, we were a sperm, but we never pictured before we were born, we were an egg, but that's where half of our genetics come from. Probably the better part, half, right? I mean. Yeah. 
Well, now that's an interesting question. Do men picture themselves as, as a sperm beforehand, or do women also picture themselves as a sperm beforehand? Oh, that's a good question. I don't picture myself as either. You don't picture yourself as either. Okay. No. Well, there she screwed the whole results. Now, now the whole now the whole study is bust. Uh, it, was a, it was it was it was a it was a, an unscientific study with a small sample size. So. <laughs> <laughs> it was anecdotal. Wait, was that a penis joke? Never mind. <laughs> Line joke. He had a small sample size, if you know what I mean. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Not enough of the white cells. All right. Anyway, women masturbate more, but let's talk about some. What, what was the, name of the title of this again? Eight ways you never knew you could masturbate. But dumbass did. <laughs> dumbass knows everything. Karaoke masturbation. Because obviously, apparently it's a Japanese game show. Um, the scene <laughs> happens, uh, might happen a penis shaped cake, essentially. What is going on here? Mac, read that to me. Okay. <laughs> Japanese <laughs> game shows are notoriously strange, but seeing what happens might take the penis shaped cake. Essentially. Contestants on this ridiculous game show are all trying to finish their song before they, you know, finish their orgasm. Each male contestant copes with a sexy woman who provides a distracting and pleasuring hand job. So basically, oh, yeah, they're trying to they're trying to finish their song before they finish their load. Wow. So I like the the male version of that. Um, oh crap! I just had it on the tip of my tongue. Uh, the uh, erotica reading, th- not not erotica, but uh, it, what was it called? Um, the thing where they where they had uh, women read books uh, while, they're uh, while getting, they were being pleasured. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, but this is taken to a whole new level now. It's now now it's a contest. Yep. To sing and see how high they can. Turn around. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Use a vibrator that is smarter than most geniuses. Uh, what a turn off. Yeah. The invention by a biohacker and physicist in Silicon Valley, artificial intelligent vibrator hums using a, uh, Uh, the vibrator is called hum. Yeah. It uses AI basically to know you better than you know yourself. So it's kind of like that video game we talked about before. Yeah. There are pleasure and motion sensors embedded into hum combined with our API for sensor interface to allow intuitive and adaptive responses to the female body during use. With a 3D printed inner structure and custom built circuitry, the vibrator far far surpasses the average model, which has only two speed settings and standard patterns of motion. The Kickstarter is still manufacturing, but join the waiting list. Um, I, I, I feel that this paragraph about the hum vibrator didn't, really didn't really cut upon how it synergizes with the uh, female anatomy and uh, provides biofeedback. So in other words, it's full of buzzwords, but it missed a few. So <laughs> the next one is go, uh, go viral by masturbating in your local public library. Remember we, we covered this. We talked about <laughs> yes, this years this. ago. Yep. Um, yeah. So the, uh, Kendra uh, Summerland 19 was kicked out of school for for when she released a 31 minute video of her masturbating in the in the Oregon State Public Library or Oregon State University Library, um, and but now she and so went on Pornhub and became a sensation, and now she is doing more of these. So, but but so, uh, but she could face jail time. So I guess so. This could be pretty serious if she gets caught. 
is the idea. And apparently a woman in Mexico, 33-year-old woman, was arrested in Mexico for masturbating during a scene uh, during, during a, a screening, screening of Fifty Shades of Grey. Uh, so may not be a great idea, but uh, on the other hand, brilliant. I mean, it, it seems like a, like a little bit of a um, an o, like over enthusiasm to uh, get them in like real deep legal trouble for this kind of thing. I mean, I can understand like being kicked out of a university or whatever because you know you're doing you're doing this on school grounds right. and. You know, it's very improper type of deal, but I still think that that actually that seems excessive to me. Yeah, I think so. I think that was way excessive. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, okay. Anyway, the next one is uh, masturbate and then write a song about it. I mean, okay. Did something just happen? Yeah, that was uh, Mad Cat. Something about gravy. Her and her sister. Uh, But this one I like. This the the one I like best. This is next one. Susan Summers. Uh, For once in her life, and rub rub one out. The the thigh master. So apparently, this the uh, a vibrating thigh master, thigh master vibra, uh. vibrato. <laughs> As seen, I thought I'm, that was really interesting too. <laughs> so the, the I guess so. She, basically, she's she's saying that this you know when you 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 use this and you know what happens happens. <laughs> you get it going, baby. <laughs> uh, I, have, I mean that that's an inducement to exercise, I suppose. Oh man, and it it actually has a YouTube video on it. Yes. About it there. Yeah. But, I mean, so, it's like... yeah, if you want to see, go to that channel. Right, but... <laughs> go to that for all. Even the way that she, apparently she, she talks about it, I haven't watched it yet. I mean, she's basically <clears throat> basically letting people know that it could be used as a vibrator. <laughs> it, it's... Well, you have to remember, it was her... It was on her show that her co-host didn't know... No one notices her co-host having something out of his pants to lunch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's the next one here? Don't ask yourself what masturbation can do for you. Ask what you can do for masturbation. Um, if you if you want the time. That, that should have been what I led with. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, so if you want the uh, time-tested version of raising money through masturbation, there is a masturbatathon. Uh See, starting a version. That's a different thon. Yeah, masturbation, masturbatathon. So, what are they? This ha- so it was happening in Taiwan. So, I, I mean, it sounds like they're seriously masturbating for money. That's what it sounds like. And there's people who vo- there are volunteers that help people with. Yeah. When, well, okay, but the best oh, one. That's oh, different. Yeah, but I, I'd like to see that training montage. <laughs> right. <laughs> You've seen him eat hundreds of chicken wings. Now see him train for the masturbatathon. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Pleasure yourself with the ashes of your dead lover. Oh my! <laughs> so apparently there is a place that after you cremate your your husband, they will make the they will make it into a vibrator. Twenty-one grams oh. is a is a new. Let's call it uh, Dildern. Dildern. Oh no. <laughs> Dildern. Oh man. Is that in the actual article, or did that, you just come up with nope, that? No, that is in no, the actual article. About that. The Dildern. She's able to have an intimate night with her with her sweetheart again. Let's see. Oh, and to answer your question, yes, there is space in the in the ashes dildo case for an iPhone. 
because man oh, to make sure that, that you're that getting would, your pizza at the end uh, okay uh, oh, right, <laughs> right? <laughs> ah yes mm, oh my well God. they do make jewelry with people's ashes so, so i mean it wasn't too far gone for them to do that i, I think could, the I trick guess. there is picking the right part of the ashes isn't it <laughs> yeah. Oh. Hey, the only problem and, uh, is that men don't. You, really you, 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 you separate the ashes, the the parts of the body beforehand before you make the ashes, and then there we go. <laughs> so then the last one is book yourself a masturbation staycation, which is totally different than just staying in bed in and <laughs> diddling yourself all day. Totally different. <laughs> really? Oh no, no, it's not. You go on. <laughs> Let's see. Um, I was going to well, say that I've already had a masturbation I'm... vacation, but now uh, I think maybe I've not. So I'm interested. Let me hear about this. Okay. If you're booking it, I'm I'm assuming that you're taking you're taking this at a hotel. Well, I guess right. So in 2014, uh, Google Trends reported 10 percent increase in online searches for for staycation. Uh, here's a chance to increase the your upward cycle. But just to add the word, but just add the word masturbation. Uh, there are so many ways you can mas- master mastication. Mastication. <laughs> Whoever wrote this article, <laughs> uh, mastication totally to make your masturbation mastication totally special or truly special. Uh, let's see, uh, for listening to one of the most popular erotic podcasts like Blue Velvet, I've never listened to that. Have you listened to that one? Dumbass. No. Blues? No, it's, it's but a, I can't say that I have. No, so apparently it's a it's an erotic podcast called Blue Velvet, which I will not be looking up as soon as this podcast ends. I thought it says Violet Blues. <laughs> uh Violet Blues. I'm sorry, Violet Blues. I better get it right when I do the Google search. See, I'm the one yeah, you're supposed to get. Otherwise used you're gonna to. end up with a otherwise you're gonna end up with a with a movie with Dennis Hopper in it. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so anyway, so there, Don't there you make go. Me imagine. <laughs> Book yourself a, mot- a motel room and or a hotel room and uh, spend the day diddling yourself. But it, to listening be a, to an erotica podcast yeah. for it to be a masturbation staycation, I think you you it, you can't do it at home. And I'll actually give you a hundred dollars in credit for giving feedback on the new model. So if you Google masturbation staycation, uh, the first thing that comes up is five ways to make the most out of your masturbation staycation. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if I had known, maybe we would have covered. All right. So then, you, you you actually have to get yourself a hotel room in your town? I Seems don't know. like a waste it's, of time. It, it does seem like a waste of time. Is it do you have to? I don't know. Nah, you can do this at home. It's a staycation. Stay home and diddle yourself. <laughs> That's what I figure. And I don't call it diddling. Hmm. What do you call it? Masturbating. <laughs> I call it an orgy for one. Oh, that's even better. I like it. <laughs> and then the last thing, I, you know, oh. I, I, I'm kind of disappointed in this article. There's only eight new ways to masturbate here, but there's actually 50 ways to leave your lover. Yeah. More important on knowing how to, maybe you're supposed to know how to masturbate, but you're not supposed to know how to leave your lover. Well, so if you're you Catholic, need that's true. With that. Well, you just hop on the bus, Gus. <laughs> Get Make on a new train, plan, Stan. Man. All right. Welcome to Dubsville. Population, you. So the the last thing that I put in here, I couldn't get the video on the uh, on the Mashable thing to work, probably because of all the um, stuff I have on my browser to you know prevent stuff from running. 
Um, so I had to go find the YouTube video of the same thing, but it's kind of fun to watch masturbator. Um, they, they have uh, vibrators in Jello. <laughs> it's kind of fun. <clears throat> I enjoyed it. Boingy, boingy, boingy. All right, and then the the final one here. Well, not the final one. The final one in this section. So all that was a warm up for this. <sighs> Trump and his, the ambiguous ambiguosity of science and sex. So the the Trump administration. And, and this is, I think, I, I'm pretty sure it's an attack on transgender specifically, right? That for some reason that they, they, they have they have chosen these people as a target. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. So when a child is born, the first words um, I've heard uttered in the delivery room are, "It's a boy, it's a girl." But in fact, sex is not as easy is not that easy to determine. So this guy uh, he talked about when he was in med school. Um, was he in med school in the eighties? Uh, anyway, so in med school, the the odd lecture, the oddest lecture I ever attended was ambiguous gen- genitalia. A professor, a bald elderly man with a round face, wore a long white coat and showed us scores uh, of photographs of infants with genitalia. Um, genitalia were whether genitalia or infants whose genitalia. Sorry. Scores of photos of infants whose genitalia was neither completely male or female, but instead took a wide range of forms in between. So I I assume that this is the intersex community, right? Aren't we talking about intersex when we talk about the ambiguous genitalia? Or is that that something even more specific? That's That's something different. I mean, it's a a little different than transgender, although it can mix into that, I understand. It's a very complex kind of topic. all he's saying is that it's 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 more ambiguous to look at somebody's genitalia and know whether they're male or female, right? So so that that isn't so that isn't necessarily the best way to do it. Um, and and that's if that's if you take a if you take a lot of other things out of the equation. Um, there there are some children that you cannot really determine whatsoever, and there have been many cases of doctors removing penises off of babies. Because they believe that it is just a larger labia, then uh, they or, don't realize that or, it's an actual Or that they just decided that it's too small and that the person would be better off as a girl. Yeah. And they have expected people to grow that way and say, no, no, they just, they just adjust to it. And that's not the case. They don't just adjust to it because it's not always a factor of um, the actual piece of equipment but the the uh wiring behind it yep right well okay so yeah but that we're even just leaving that stuff uh, leaving the wiring behind it out of out of the question it, you know i mean that just makes it even more complicated right so he mm-hmm. says in 1993 um most of us in the class were in our early 20s the presentation presentation reviled us but many of us is that right revile revent rive yeah, uh, I probably read that wrong. But but for many uh, but many of us shifted in our seats uncomfortably. Never have seen images with such oddities. A few students tittered. The lecture uh, was one of the only ones we received related to sex and sexuality, and the only one uh, one of these these talks that actually uh, that exclusively about heterosexual reproduction. Which that's kind of you would think that you would have whole classes on that kind of stuff. 
Um, so recently, I, I have been thinking about about this talk since the Trump administration wants to define gender narrowly as a biological, immutable construct determined by genitalia at birth, using a clear biological basis grounded in science, objectively and administratable, administratable, administratable uh, with any dis, dis, dispute resolved through genetic testing. So there's the whole thing about sex and gender, right? And and so, I mean, it, it's clear that, that none of these things are are straightforward that that there is kind of that there's kind of a that the gender is there isn't just male and female right i mean that there's that there's more going on there and and clearly science has been you know has shown this right it isn't necessarily mainstream knowledge about how much has been done with this but we know but we know about the intersex community we know about the trans community and we we know that even i i just was reading um that a, that there is a woman who he gave birth to a child, and she was XXY. So even the chromosomes is, is not straightforward, right? I think that assuming that Trump has access to mainstream knowledge is assuming too much. Right, but that's but here's the problem. Well, okay. Because you assume that he has access to any knowledge. Well, I assume he's got access to the brightest minds available, right? The problem is that he he just doesn't take them up on it. Well, it's because he has such an excellent. He has an. He has the best brain. Yeah, he has heard. an excellent brain. He has a. He has a bigger brain than 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 anybody because you know he's Trump. So he goes through and he talks about how you know how, how <clears throat> you know sex and chromosomes and all how this happens in the egg and everything. He says. Um, he says, but for one million Americans, these processes occur differently. Cells end up with two different or too many chromosomes. So. I mean, so we have, you know, you can, so he goes through the different, some of the different chromosome options, um, but mm-hmm. I don't think he gets them all, right? He's talking about the 40, 46 chromosomes, so-called sex chromosomes, labeled by scientists as X yeah, and Y. And he's just like identifying a, a, like a, a, a small bit of the physical uh, uh, differentiation that d- doesn't le- necessarily, isn't necessarily about transgenderism, but... Uh, shows how the body, sexuality, and gender in the body can be a very complex thing. Right. Um, so, and I, I, I'm not sure it even really matters uh, uh, how much of it is physical or what what we can identify. It's just you know like well, uh, no. I think people want a, a simple answer, and uh, the idea of trying to figure out what's behind people identifying as transgender may be a very complex and uh, very hard to understand thing. Right. So, but the reason that that it's important for the article, right, for for what this guy's point, um, is because if if you intersex, if you, intersex right. So if you look at the genitalia, and you can't decide whether it's male or female, now you're going to do a genetic test. But when you do that genetic test, you can come up with with um, with sets of chromosomes that are XXY, XXX, XYY. And those are people that only have three, and then there are people who have four. You so, so some people have four XXXX. Um, environmental toxins and increase the frequency of such variations. So there's all sorts of stuff that can affect this, right? But he says he says 400, 400 people, and yet in 400 people in a total of so 400 people in a total of <coughs> 822,000 Americans have these have have other genders. So mm-hmm. so there there isn't just male and female, 
right? There's all of these combinations in between. So what are you going to do when you get a package genetic test that says XXY? Is that a male or a female? Well, I just I just told you that I, I recently heard about an XXY person that gave birth to a child. But I'm not sure that all XXY people would present as a woman. Some of them might present as a man. How, how are they going to present, right? You, there's just no way to know. It's difficult to determine because some people as well, they seem to be a little girl. And in their teens, their, their genitals grow into, they have their genitalia. Speaking about genitalia, my sister's yelling food. Uh, okay. So- uh, they, they have their genitalia become, it, they have penis grow and the dissension of their, of the testicle testicle so they're not really a girl they just looked like a girl and by by the time they're a teenager they've been always called a girl because they don't see anything but then they become a boy and people don't understand it there's that i've been trying to look for the reference for that actually so there's a famous case where um a where they were doing a circumcision on, circumcision on a boy and they fucked up and chopped off his penis so they made the choice at that point to and to make him a girl. To put him as a girl, yeah. And so I think that uh, Denver David was raised as Brenda, and but around the age uh, nine or eleven, he felt like he was a male. He was he was in, uh, encouraged increasingly. Uh, let's see, he encountered increasing difficulties in his environment. Uh, he finally wed a woman, but had marital problems through through a uh, doctor's declaration. Though the doctors declared that they had successfully changed his gender, and he ended up killing himself. So we've talked about this this very case um, years ago. Mm-hmm. I think when Kimberly was on the was you know um, was with us, we we talked about this specific case where this person you can't just you can't just cut off a penis and make somebody a girl. You can't change their gender. Nope. But yet these these doctors claim success in doing this. Um, but yet this person was, it was clearly male, right? The, all in, they, all they really could do was change the, because this person already had the genetics of being male and also had the outside physical attributes of being male. All you do with chopping off the penis and re, uh, reassessing, do a reassessment surgery to reassignment. make it a reassignment surgery, sorry. Uh, and I've seen this done with dogs too, but the dogs and cats, that surgery itself does not change the inner workings of, of what they are in at all. You know, people's, uh, men's opinions aside, the root of masculinity is not necessarily the penis. It's the balls. Not even that. No, it's, 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 it's the brain. It's, it's the whole physiology. Yes. So it is, but I mean, so, but the the whole point is here that you cannot define gender so narrowly, right? It's not, not. it does not work. And so the, what, what the Trump administration is doing here is a complete disservice to thousands of Americans and unnecessary too. what, why the fuck they think they need to do this is crazy, right? This is totally unnecessary. And most people are going to look at it as he's going against transgenders. And but that's, that's exactly how it thing. is. That's part of it, what mm-hmm. he's aiming at. But it goes so much, it's bad enough there 
it goes through a lot more in uh, in the society. So the conclusion here is that transgender individuals know that know of these complexities well. The that gender identification is not shaped by the genitals alone, but lies beyond our control. So like like Mac was saying, it's the whole physiology, it's the brain. Yeah. The genitals are part of that, right? It's how much mm-hmm. testosterone your body produces or how much estrogen it produces. All of these things have an impact on what on what the final outcome is going to be. Yeah. Yes. But regarding this regarding this policy that Trump's administration wants to put in place, I'm going to say three words. Follow the fucking money. Okay, well tell me about that because I don't I don't know where there's any money in. Um let's say there's a lot of support in it from Trump's you mean as far as extreme, his re-election? Extreme, extreme right-wing base and a religious, religious extremist base. Let's call him and zealots. And his second-hand man. Well, yeah. I mean, Pence is, is... There's a scary mother... I shouldn't say motherfucker. Why do I always say that? I like motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. I am a motherfucker. Yeah. Why do I say that? <laughs> I, got, I gotta stop. It's bad. You know, uh, you, you, you imply that Pence may have actually actually touched his wife when you say that that's well just, that's, that's that a, is an insult right? <laughs> i plucked no i it's an insult to her that that thing would touch her uh but i mean but here's the thing this none of this is, is simple but he they are in a position to do a lot of harm for many many years right it's going to take us a long time to undo the harm that he's doing now and this is only one thing that he's doing that's harming the nation mm-hmm. and people don't realize what exactly it's doing i mean right let's dump well, let's no. dump garbage out in the ocean let's some of them do and that's the problem right and and like max says those are the people that are going to give him money right those are the people who don't care transgender people are not is it's not a bunch of boogeymen but no. but that that's what's happening here no there's nothing boogeymanish <laughs> about a transgender person it's just a different um uh, something different I mean, for those yeah. people that they don't understand it. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, I get it. It's uh, it's hard to understand some of these times, but the you know, you come across a person like that, they're different in certain ways, and they want you to address them in certain ways. Why not just go along with it? I mean, I don't understand why people's. I, I guess it's people's self identity is so mixed up and based in whether they're masculine or feminine and how exactly that works, and they like to see it in such a simplistic manner that I guess it really just completely challenges their worldview. So it's kind of that toxic masculinity stuff too, right? I mean, you're half the man. You're you're well, that toxic you're femininity too. Well, sure that I th- that happens too. Um, but but man, I can point to examples of toxic masculinity. The the Texas ignite, you know, which is the testosterone booster, because you're mm-hmm. not enough of a man, right? So you better so you but because you have half the testosterone that your daddy did, so you better do something about it. Get testosterone. That's right. And you need to be in charge all the time to be a man. This yep. is what a man is. Your woman has to do exactly what you tell her. That's right. Don't let her sass you in public. Nope. Well, I don't know how she could be sassing you. I don't know how she could be sassing you in public if she's in the kitchen barefoot and pregnant. Well, that's a good point, right? What's she doing well, in public in the first place? You got to make sure you have that stick. It can't be any thicker around than your finger. Then your. Which finger? I think with your thumb, right? Then your thumb. Is it thumb. That's your thumb, right? That could be pretty damn thick. Even those is that where real thumb comes from? Did yeah. I hear that at oh, some point? I don't know. Is that right? That you're supposed to be able to hit them with a stick? I, I think that's where rule of thumb comes from, that it couldn't be any uh, further uh, around than your thumb. But I could be mm. wrong about that. Yeah. 
But you look at that, what did they do for flogging and stuff like that? Those weren't very thick or anything to kill people. All right. Let's move on to Never. something that's just as infuriating. <laughs> We're we're not gonna we're not gonna settle down yet. We're we're gonna I'm gonna make you I'm gonna make you matter. Yay! <laughs> pharmacist refuses. Have refuse, on Macduff. <laughs> pharmacist refuses to give woman drugs to treat miscarriage. Cites religious beliefs. So uh, the Petersons back in July, um, a pharmacist at Myers Pharmacy in Petroski, Michigan. Is that right? Petroski, Michigan. Wow. Refused to fill a prescription um, to treat her miscarriage because of his because of his religious beliefs. Yeah, well, it's not his job to bring his religion into. Oh well, I would tend to agree with you. Uh, she is working with the American Civil Civil Liberties Union to change uh, Myers' policies, but I don't think it's Myers' policies that are at fault here. <coughs> um, because my understanding and Myers claims that their policy is that. That the pharmacist doesn't have to fill it, but they must find another pharmacist to, to fill it, whether that pharmacist be in the store or they can transfer it to another store, which this gentleman refused to do. He refused to do either of that. He, re, he refused. And he should be fired he because should, he well, was aware of the regulations before ooh. and and he agreed to take this job and fill those regulations. Right. But I am going to suggest that he should be tried for manslaughter. And here's why, because this is far more complicated. This isn't just about a woman trying to get an abortion drug. This is a woman who is carrying twins. And one of them, they know that they had lost. And during an ultrasound, there was, there, they found out there was no heartbeat with the other one. So they, they, um, they first tried to just let it happen naturally. And when, it, that didn't, when that wasn't going well, they went back to the doctor. The doctor pres- prescribed the medicine that would induce the abortion, right, so to help her get rid of this, which is important because that baby is dead, so it's going to sit there and rot. And so you do not want a, a rotting carcass inside of you. Nope. And so well, she— yeah, but, but this goes back to um, this goes back to the whole apple thing. I mean, a woman was disobedient. She listened to the snake, and therefore anything that happens during childbirth is is her lot to bear. I think the pharmacist is right. Here's the thing. The pharmacist is a Catholic. He's part of the whole pedophile culture, right? This whole ring of Catholics that are molesting boys and have been grooming boys for de- for generations cannot have women having having abortions because that is one less boy that they're going to be able to uh, defile. You know, and and most other jobs, this kind of reasoning wouldn't fly. If you're, if you're no. at a bookstore, uh, if you if your uh, religion says that like fantasy, like Harry Potter and stuff, is an abomination or whatever. And you refuse to sell somebody a Harry Potter book or like any other like fantasy or anything like that, you're going to be fired. Right. But what? The, right. And so what? So why is this any different? Right. Do your fucking job. Exactly. You. you yes. Your morality does not get to judge what people are buying. Right. Next thing. I mean, what's what's the next thing that you know? Are you going to refuse STD medication now? Oh, because you shouldn't have been having sex out of marriage. A lot of Catholics don't like condoms. Right. You're going to refuse right. to sell people condoms. Right. Well, but they, they don't like condoms. They don't like abortions, right? And and so if you get pregnant, well, then, you know, it's you know, that that's your fault. It's a punishment then. Why are we why would we punish a woman with pregnancy? It's fucking ridiculous. And here's the thing is this, this is why. But here's the thing. What this guy did put this woman in jeopardy, right? She yeah. find, she finally got it, got it filled somewhere else. But because he didn't do what he was supposed to do, which 
granted, he shouldn't be allowed to do in the first place. He should just he should just fill the prescription and go about his way, um, because he wouldn't do that, and he wouldn't he wouldn't he wouldn't get another pharmacist, and he wouldn't transfer it. The woman asked to talk to a manager. No, there's not a manager. Is there another pharmacist? No, there's not a pharmacist. Can you transfer this to a, to another to another pharmacy? Nope, we can't do that. He wouldn't do anything to help this woman because he was a good Catholic. Really, and so this idea that you can claim religious exemptions for anything is bullshit. Yeah. I think that the idea that you can claim religious exemptions, if you feel you need to claim religious exemptions from aspects of your job, you probably shouldn't be working that job in the first place. So it's not a matter of saying that religious exemptions are bullshit, but, you know, it, does Hobby Lobby have a pharmacy? No, but, they're, but, but their exemptions are bullshit, too. They should never have gotten those. And no, pharma, they don't have a pharmacy, right? They're a craft store. I know. What, beehives? Hobby Lobby. Hobby Lobby is a craft store here in the U.S. that that carved out a bunch of religious exemptions <laughs> in ju- healthcare. I'm just teasing because oh. some craft stores do actually have hornets' nests that they use for. <laughs> well, I hope that they open one that. here, <laughs> but they use it for crafts. Anyway, so th- this woman says that if if she doesn't get a satisfactory outcome from through the ACLU, that she that she's willing to sue and. As far as I can, as far as I know, Myers Pharmacy claims that they, that the guy who was involved in this is um, is no longer working for them. So whether they fired him or what, I don't know. Um, but but apparently he he's no longer working for Myers Pharmacy. Um, but I, I'm they not put sure. Him in I mean, the back, back room until right. they get it all figured out and then put him in a different spot. Yeah, I don't know. That this shit pisses me off because I I did, I just think that the, that it, there's no reason for it. All right. Well, it's bad enough with the regular, but the fact of that the woman what the woman's life was in danger. Right, exactly. Her as life well. could have been that in danger. That is right? just completely pathetic. Right. She she tried. The guy told her she didn't believe her. She the guy called her a liar. Right, that she was making up this story just to get this abortion drug. It doesn't matter why she needed it. He 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 doesn't need to believe her or not. He just needs to fill the fucking prescription. Yeah, that's. I'm, I'm uh, that, wondering that, as well. Why didn't the doctor? He, Could he, the doctor done something? I don't think so. He, he, I mean, it's, he it's pretty fucked up that he's like, you're you're lying to me about needing an abortion. You're like 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 she's just uh, getting an abortion drug. Uh, like, like she's gonna just lie to him about that. It's like fuck you. And we haven't even taken her mental state into consideration here. She just lost two kids. Her and her husband I, who I, wanted yeah, to I mean, have kids. That, that's, that's what I'm thinking about here too. Unfortunately, people yeah. do lie about stuff like that because. Of people who will not give it to like them. this asshole exactly so when you fuck do you have for, a situation, well, fuck him for even asking why she needs it right exactly why, well, why, he yeah. he didn't care apparently his his reaction was we shouldn't have this in the first place that's what it seems like to me yeah exactly he didn't care he didn't want to sell it to her oh. because it would cause an abortion well yeah but he's a good catholic he has to care about god more than his fellow person all Catholics are corrupt because of what's happened. Because of what happened in in okay, in, Bill, on, in, in Philadelphia, Catholics. Can't, you, if you're giving money to that church, you're you, you're supporting pedophilia. So let's let's brush all Catholics with that brush because well, why they're doing this shit. Let's not brush all Catholic brush. <laughs> don't give money to the Catholic Church. You're supporting pedophilia. I don't give money to the Catholic. Church. Well, there you go. See, but you're I, good. I do. I do object to tarring other human beings with the same brush. So we're agreed that all Catholics are pedophiles. Yes, we are. No, we're okay. not. No, <laughs> <laughs> that it's is the ingenuity. No, no, it's not. It's not. It's not every Catholic, right? It's just 
people that are members of the parishion, right? It, it's you know, it's just if you're a member of the Catholic Church, like you know, you know, like, like a nun or a priest, right? Then you're then you're part of the problem. Good Catholic, my ass. Hey, let's move on to something more fun. Yeah, let's go to something more fun. Superfoods are a marketing ploy. (laughs) That's always fun. That'll get us some nice comments. That'll get us. Hey, hey, it's way more lighthearted what we just did. Oh, no, 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 no. If you ever work in a organic store, it's not. Believe me, it's not. They get pretty upset if you say something like that. I know. Right now, I'm pissed at the Catholics for for all the stuff that happened in you know back in Philly, and, and if it's happening there, it's happening everywhere. And then and then and then this kind of crap pisses me off. You know, the, these religious exemptions, which are bullshit. Anyway, so superfoods well, are a marketing ploy. Let's talk about superfoods. It, it you, seems like. Uh, <laughs> Pretty much uh, every week, uh, we've got a new food that's coming out. And like, this is a superfood. Usually, it's something really uh, exotic, and uh, you know, just, uh, just so, 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 so something something that's hard to pronounce. A lot of the time, it's just something like blueberries or something. They've said blueberries are a superfood. I know I posted a uh, a video to our Facebook page just recently. That uh, somebody was a video that was making like some extraordinary claims for just some concoction of uh, of boiled carrots, uh, lemon honey, juice, and, and lemon honey. juice. Yes, oh, man. <laughs> I read that one. I was laughing my head off. Yes, and that and it, it was like, and they're like all these health claims for it, and it's like it's carrots, honey, and lemon juice. How, how are you? How are you making all these claims that it's like uh, it'll fight arthritis, it'll fight the flu, it'll you know, it'll fight It'll depression and anxiety. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, uh, the, the the essential uh, the essential message here uh, that that I'd like to put out is food isn't magic. And that uh, in, in this article, they they make the point food uh, food isn't uh, drugs. Right, it's not uh, medicine. There, 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 there's I... o- there, there's only a limited amount that you can do uh, changing your diet. I mean, it, it, it is useful to uh, make dietary changes and stuff, but you, you can't expect miracles from it. I don't know. I used to, I used to follow a diet that was, uh, basically pretty much garlic and Limburger cheese. And I never got sick while on that mainly because, you know, nobody ever got close enough to infect me. Yeah. Because of the vomiting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so we hear this. It, it, we, it's constant. Oh, that that food is high in antioxidants. It's so good for you. Well, wait a second. Oxidants fight cancer. Antioxidants kill oxidants. Hmm. It seems like we need a balance of these things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, and just don't start on the uh, probiotics. It's, right. It's just exactly. Whatever. It's just whatever the latest the latest buzzword is. There may be some benefit to it, but whatever benefit is there gets lost pretty quickly in the shuffle of how do we, you know, how do we get it the quickest and most, uh, most efficient way possible. The one that drives me crazy is paleo. Paleo is a problem. How about, how about, uh, how about, how about just multivitamins in general? Well, the reason that paleo drives me crazy is that if you're really trying to eat paleo, I expect you to be preparing your food with weapons, with with knives and uh, utensils that you've chipped out of obsidian. (laughs) Or how about? Uh Yeah, the the, the article is focusing uh, mostly on, um, on, you know, when when they're like 
uh, when the articles come out saying single food, uh, a, a certain single food is like a, a huge deal for your health. Right. And uh, like the the one example that they use in here, like how how blueberries got to be uh, so wild. Like it, it, a lot of it is due to the efforts of the Maine Wild Blueberry Commission uh, from 1992 that uh, uh, put out all this stuff. Well, then um, they should know because they're experts. <laughs> they know more about blueberries than anybody. Blueberries. Do we want that, bad comments on our stuff? But most of these. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. So most of the ones that they're that they're on here are you know. Uh, they're all they're antioxidant foods, and blueberries are an antioxidant food, right? They're high in antioxidants. Um, mm-hmm. That I mean, we we heard that about pomegranate juice, and I love pomegranate juice. Okay, <laughs> but that but the whole palm one, that. palm one had to change their advertising be, because of you know because of how much bullshit they put out about pom- pomegranate juice. Yeah, but they made it all up in uh, in Palm Wonderful presents the greatest movie ever sold. Which movie was that? Palm Wonderful presents the greatest movie ever sold. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was the title of the movie. Oh, well, it didn't do okay. very good. <laughs> well, do we it want some of, bad it a, it was a Morgan Spurlock documentary. He basically wanted to put together a movie entirely entirely out of sponsors. So in other words, basically, he wanted to put together the financing for the movie just so by he, having sponsors. By having sponsors, yeah. So he got like a gas sponsored. station to sponsor him, and he finally got Palm Wonderful to give him a lot of money in exchange for, you know, making the movie title Palm Wonderful Presents the Greatest Movie Ever Sold. Hmm. Well, if we want bad uh, people to send us bad comments, one of the easy ways to do that is to say that any superfood is something in which is on that week on either Oprah or Dr. Phil. Right, <laughs> yeah. Doctor Phil is uh, is pretty bad about this stuff. Watching him go it's, before this uh, before the Senate to to defend <clears throat> himself. Oh God, that was a blast, right? <laughs> There's people. Doctor Phil No, no, I'm sorry. That was Doctor Oz. That was Doctor Oz. Yeah, yeah Doctor Oz. Yeah. I I think Not that Phil, I so think I like. we're supposed to use Doctor Phil's nickname these days, DP. Yeah, I like Doctor Phil. He's funny. You, Only when I watch him for five seconds, then. You've got to watch. You've got to refer to him by his nickname. So you got to see. I like DP. Oh, it's not 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 DT, not Deep Throat. No DP. Oh, okay. Deep Penis. Deep Penis. No. Ah, okay, I got it. Right. But anyway, I was told Deprecated by people on the floor for organic that there are people who actually sit and watch both of uh, Doctor Oz and Oprah in order to see what the what the superfood of the week was because you know darn well that you're going to have to order a bunch of that stuff. That's Dr. Oz, right? That we're talking about. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Dr. Okay, Oz. Okay, Sorry. Yeah, I yeah. said Dr. Yeah. Phil. I, Sorry, I, I was, I was pretty sure who you meant. Right. But uh, yeah, because this is who I was thinking of. <laughs> I always tell people in the, in the sprout stores or in whole foods that I'm looking for the inorganic vegetables <laughs> and, and nobody really catches that. So Mac, if I told you go nuts, Folks, FDA declares macadamia nuts to uh, heart healthy. Which bird has the best diet? Um, I was gonna say macaw, but it's not. It, it's uh, uh, it is. It's, 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 it's it is. You're you're on the right macaw? track. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. But it's a specific it's macaw. The hyacinth. There you go. Okay. Yep. 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 Macaw is correct. Yeah, we we don't we don't talk about hyacinth macaws in this house. <laughs> oh, you don't. No. Tango hates hyacinth macaws. He was very frightened by a hyacinth macaw screaming one time. We don't talk about them anymore. <laughs> I see. Aww. 
Poor baby. Uh, yeah, Hyacinth. Which is really sad because they're the hyacinth macaws are supposed to be the gentle the gentle giants. They're supposed to be the sweetest yeah, tempered yeah. birds. Them and the green wing, right? Uh, yeah. The the biggest macaws are supposed to be the the, the the have the best personalities. The hyacinth and the green wing. So basically pirates can have an earring with them? No, no, they still no, can't. No, no, still the, no, the, no, they'll still lose their ear. <laughs> yeah. yeah, shiny now, stuff still um, got to go. The uh, Spix macaw, the one that's extinct in the wild now, I guess that they are trying to get people who have them in captivity to contribute to, you know, basically contribute genetic material, um, eggs and whatnot to try to save the species in, in captivity. You better save this for your animal segment next week. The animal show that, that you that you and, uh, and Mad Cat are preparing. This yeah, sounds, we're going like, to do all that. Like you better of save stuff. it. Okay. And we got to get back to superfoods. I guess you know Dumbass has got to wrap this up for us because we have totally hijacked this and gone somewhere else with it. Where? <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Right. And I'm sure he's surprised that that happened. Right. Sure. Yeah, I, I, I expected this to be a really short one. Actually, yeah. But... You're shocked that there's gambling going on, huh? <laughs> yep. You're shocked that uh, you're shocked that Brian pulled a Dwayne Quam on you. <laughs> I, I I made the mistake. Right, uh, you know, because I read in there that macadamia nuts were sell, were heart healthy. I made the mistake of of, of baiting Mac, and and this it is my fault. You said that you said the B word. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you, uh, I don't, I don't think there's anything more to say there. I mean, we get it. We we talked about this many times. Um, yeah. But uh, why don't we... I, I like the headline uh, that they talk about uh, blueberries associated with reduced risk of erectile dysfunction. Oh man, that really? will sell blueberries. <laughs> That'll Apple sell blueberries, that. all right. Yeah. Well, it it's actually makes perfect sense. I mean, where do you think they get the coloring for Viagra? Good point. Good point. Yep. Coloring from Viagra comes from blueberries. And and <laughs> when this episode comes out, you will hear the sound of the internet going down with a thousand Google searches for coloring <laughs> for Viagra. <laughs> you mean just like after the American election last time, where people shut down the Canadian border oh. uh, website. Yep. Yeah, okay. That's hilarious. I was going to say that we should end on the trolley problem, but now I'm going to say no because I want to read this before we talk about it. Sorry, dumbass. It has, it has to wait till next week. Oh, but uh, I, yeah, I, no problem. Uh, yeah, uh, we can uh, do one of these uh, divorce rate things. Yeah, we, 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 let's talk about this real quick. Maybe this won't be as long a discussion as I um, thought. So these are, these are kind of the same. I, I just put them in because they supported each other. Um, I think they're talking about the same study, but so they've been, they, I mean, they're always looking at divorce rates, right? And well, now, wait a minute, Brian. Okay. If, if you do that article, then you have to do five other articles, but if you do the other article, then it's an article that you know. So you, the question you have to ask is, <laughs> which is morally better? <laughs> These two articles are very easy because we know why it's causing the divorce rate to plummet. They're just not having kids. I, so I they're just, just not getting married. <laughs> Sorry, I was I was actually <laughs> just referencing. I was referencing the trolley. The trolley problem. problem. He was he was giving me the trolley problem. <laughs> oh, okay. right. That's what he was doing. <laughs> I was okay, doing so, so well here, okay, so here's the thing: is that there are there are a couple of trends that we see here. Um, but yeah, so fewer people are getting married. Right. That's number one. But also people are getting married later in life. That that that's the other trend that, that we see happening. Um, so there's probably lots of reasons for that. Um, yeah. Let me get on just millennials. Like anytime somebody says, 
millennials are acting this way, it really annoys me because I don't think there's any clear divide of millennials versus any other type of thing. Why are you funny? Uh, You're not a millennial, cuz. <laughs> they call me a cusper, but it, yeah, it, it it does annoy me. It's I I see it as uh, just as bad as astrology, uh, lumping people into like somewhere around twenty year periods and claiming that they have uh, all these similarities. I agree with you. Have you okay about rockers? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that I used to agree with you guys, but I I was listening to um the podcast. What what is the um it, for the oh god the show that um that they they there was See, a you've show been around a little too long. You're doing I, it too. I know now, I but it was unprepared for this. So I'm trying to think. That there's a there it was it became a TV show. It was on the internet. Um, Adam Adam ruins everything. Oh okay. right. Adam so, Conover, right? So Adam Conover. So I would suggest that you that you go look at his podcast, and he does an interview with a woman who actually does research on on these different segmentations. And and I I thought it was I, I was with you guys until I listened to that, and and so was he. But he's come around on it as well, and I think that there is some use to it. Yes, I mean things are kind of in a, in they they kind of go. Um, it's kind of a gradient scale, right? Where things are always kind of moving and changing. But there is some use to doing the to, to to categorizing these people, and it does make some certain certain types of science easier. And it, it it's the there is some reasons to do it. And so I would suggest listening to that podcast, and then we should come back to it and have this discussion again. How about that? Yeah, maybe so. I mean, I, I can see certain things. A lot of what people say uh, attribute to millennials, I think, there are, are just things that are just commonly attributed to like twenty to thirty year olds. Yeah, I think. Uh, or yeah, kids or right. Teens. But I think before we dismiss it completely, that that maybe this is something that we should look into further and and rehab the discussion because yeah, some of it is like astrology. I agree that 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 it goes too far when it's used in popular culture. Right, but the people who are 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 setting these trends and looking at these, uh, looking at this, has some very specific reasons why they do it and why they group people the way that they do. But the way they use in popular culture, I agree, is astrology, right? Mm. So, so I'm going to say that 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 there's that there's a that there's a differential between what the scientists are using it for and what and what people in um in general are using it for, right? Yeah, but anyway, the 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 study is about uh, divorce rates uh, pl- uh, plummeting, right? Uh, also, because uh, people are character more careful about getting into marriage, which I kind of understand because me and my wife waited uh, like uh, somewhere around a decade before we got married. Yeah, at least. Okay, and so to, to, and then to they be didn't fair, tell anyone they were married, right? I I <laughs> made sure that I made my wife pop out one kid and and almost be ready to pop out the second before I was willing to marry her. You had to make sure she could pop the pups. Yeah, I, I just wanted to be sure that you know that she was going to be able to you know knock them out. For I see. <laughs> Did she knock them out with a stick or some uh, medication or drugs? Um. Well, we had a very we had a we had a, a sliding scale as far as that went. Well, I, I think oh. I, I personally think it's a good thing that people aren't uh, as eager to rush into a lifelong commitment as they used to be. Uh, you know. Take your time. Think things through. Uh, find out that you're compatible with each other. I mean, I think, well, uh, I think, it, Sorry, I, I think you know, uh, years of living together can be a very good barometer of how lo- long you can get together. Like some some things about living together don't crop up until a couple years after you've been living together. Yeah, but I don't think you guys have a clear 
understanding of what people mean when they say millennial. The correct definition of millennial is anyone who annoys me. This isn't, <laughs> this so isn't anyone just millennials, under though. any age. <laughs> yeah. So this is just as Generation X and millennials, <clears throat> which I I think that I would be in Generation X. I don't know. I'm Are not you a, a 66 I'm, boy or a 65? Uh, no, I'm neither. 63? 75. You're a 75? Mm-hmm. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, so, yeah, you thought I was much older than I am, up. huh? Yeah, well, I'm a I mean, bit older than you. Yeah, I uh, it's it's because I have a 70 year old child, right? Oh, you're older than me. Yeah, 1967. You're the oh no, you're 67, so you're younger yeah. than me. Anyway, so, I guess I'm the baby of the group. <laughs> you're the baby, hey baby. But it, so in general, though, here's the things that marriage rates have come down. But they, but they're, what they're saying is that even when you even taking that into account, that more people are staying married than they were previously, even with the decline in marriage. So so there are more married people now, but they are getting older, married older later in life, right? And so and I and, and the other thing is plus I, they live longer. I'm wondering if um and maybe maybe this isn't the case, but I'm wondering if, if there's also some alternative marriage types going on as well, where where people are more realistic about their marriages and maybe maybe there are more maybe there are more polyamorous situations going on so people are well, getting kind more of what the needs the, met right? it's kind of what the article is saying though right. is that the millennials are not getting married until until they're sure until they're sure that the situation is stable and everything else right and, I, and not and i'm saying also that there might be some other things going on right that 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 marriage is, is looked at differently and, and people have different types of marriages right Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I wish that that some of that kind of stuff would be included here as well. And certainly, what they're saying is true, but I I wonder if that's because the I mean people are more realistic about what they expect from marriage as well, right? I think that there was a time when it's like there was no sex before marriage, and and so people were getting married to have sex, right? I think there was some of that going on. I think that uh, that was true of, of of my parents. Well, also you know some people believe you don't get have sex unless before you get married so you know you have one partner and then you want another one just drop that one go to another and i mean here's the thing is that people were always having sex out of marriage but i think it's more acceptable now yeah, i hope it is people i, I realize realize what's going on in life and right. we live longer and you have to think of it too people are not expected to be married at 13 years old right like they were in our grandparents time or even our parents time some but, of them if people are waiting, if people are waiting, if people are waiting till they're thirty to get married, they're far yeah. mature, more mature too than they were when they were twenty, right? So they've gotten a lot of stuff out of their system, and and, and they're and they're probably ready, you know, to, to have that relationship with somebody. They they're much more solid in who they are and in the in who they're marrying, right? I mean, and like, and they don't have to go through midlife crisis. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe. Um, but I just I just think that there's a lot of there's probably a lot of reasons for this trend and religion isn't one of them right I mean it it, it clearly all the reasons that that these are working you know sex out of marriage people are sure that they're compatible sexually compatible with that person before they're getting married stuff like that which I think is huge right you know if you, if you get married to somebody who's never had sex and you've never had sex you you don't know what to expect and if it's no good then you know then uh, then I, I think that 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 can be a problem, right? But, but on the other people, hand, 
if you get married to somebody who's had who's never had sex and you've never had sex and it's no good how do you know well but that's the other problem right i mean that that's part of the that's i mean for me that's an issue not being sexually compatible going into a marriage i think is a huge is is a huge thing this is why I encourage sex out of marriage. Just not able to satisfy each other. Right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you you want to know that before you don't have any you, satisfaction. Yeah. yeah, it's right. If I can't get no, that's perfect. Well, but what if you're driving in your car <laughs> and a man comes on the radio and tells you how white your shirts could be, <laughs> but he can't be a man because he doesn't smoke the same cigarettes as me. So, so there, there's some interesting trends, and they, they divide things up, um, you know. But in general, people are getting married older. Right. And I think that's a huge piece. And even even considering that, they, they said that that's also, you know, they get married older, and but yet they're staying married into their 50s and 60s, where other people are getting were previously getting divorced in their 40s, 50s and 60s. So the marriage the divorce trend has come way down. Also, the factor is, is that you can't get a regular job until you, later in life than beforehand. Uh, once again, it's a situation of difference of what time frame you were born like our once again grandparents they could start working by the time they were what 10 12 this yeah i don't know this is interesting marriage it says marriage is more and more an achievement of status rather than something that people do regardless of how well they're doing that that that's i mean that that's totally different you know, I mean, people getting married out of out of high school, you have no idea what what their what your earning potentials are, right? And 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 how no. that's going to go. But these people ha- have already built themselves up; they already have careers, and now and now they're taking on that this new thing instead of the other way around, where where you're unknowingly getting married, having kids, and then trying to build a career. Plus, mm. they've probably seen the divorce, the divorce um, gone through, and seen the divorce. Um, well, there was a time there were quite a few divorces going on because people were not happy with their relationships. So, yeah, and I guess that, so that had a lot to do with the, with uh, divorce laws becoming a lot more accessible, and uh, you know the no fault divorce thing right. uh, just you know that that just uh, let people uh, feel more comfortable doing it. You know, right? And, we, and I'd like to thank Ronald Reagan for that at this time. Okay, you can thank him. I'd like to. I'd like to. I would like to thank a Republican for 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 giving us divorce in, mo- in almost all fifty states. There's still some holdouts. Uh, recognize people for for the good you, they do, if even if you don't agree with their, uh, uh, their political yeah. party. Yeah, but no, exactly. but that, yep, and that was Ronald Reagan that did that for us. Yeah, and there was um, there's a lot to do with people seeing things, seeing what it's like to uh, grow up without a parent or having your parents fighting all the time or even if their parents stayed together and fought all the time or had that uh, that cold war symptomology is that a right word anyway anyway so uh, i think this is also very telling oh are you i'm sorry did you complete your thought i completed my okay. thought it says many more people are uh, many many poor and less educated americans are opting not to get married at all they're living together and often raising kids together, but decide not to tie the knot. And this, and studies ha- have shown these cohabitation relationships are less stable than they used to be, which oh. I, is interesting. They're, so these cohabitation re- relationships are less stable than they used to be. That's interesting too. So, but this is, but this once again is a function of education, right? So it's people that are not as stable um, already, perhaps. Mm-hmm. 
or a factor of they they don't have oh and I hate to say this this reference but <clears throat> they don't have something that is clearly clearly bound clearly this is how far we go with what whatever whereas a marriage is more clearly um directed out in a sense um or maybe also people learn have learned a lot more about what they can and cannot do in relationships but um an open a relationship where you don't know the boundaries is a lot harder to a lot harder to keep going maybe the- yeah, I don't know. I, I That's know. something I never like the, reference up The there. conclusion of the article, it says fewer divorces, <laughs> therefore, aren't only bad for marital lawyers, but a sign of Americans widening, um, um, widening chasm of inequality. Marriage is becoming a more durable but far more exclusive institution so that's interesting too so it's becoming an institution of, of people of, of more means and so if people mm-hmm. if people are are poor and less educated they just don't get married they have kids right so so people are still having kids they're just not tying the knot and so and so you have these so the unstable relationships these people are, are not getting divorced in the first place so if they did get married they would probably get divorced anyway uh, they get divorced so would that increase the divorce rate I mean that's possibly uh, too. Yeah, yeah. so and maybe maybe this this whole thing is skewed, right? I mean, we we have to be looking at at stable relationships, not just marriage, to to get have a sense of whether or not this is accurate or not. It's interesting. One of those complicating factors. It, it's extremely complicated. Uh-uh. Yeah. So, but at least it, at least the article acknowledges. There's also such uh, situational wet situational. There's also a bystander towards people who are a couple and are going to if they don't have an awful lot of money and you're a couple it is very difficult to get help um getting a house or anything whereas unfortunately if you are a single single person uh people are gonna freak on this one a single person with a child there's a lot more open openings to get many pieces of help help um, whether you have a relationship with someone or not it's easier to get help that way than to be just a couple of dinks double income no kids or not a lot of money in the first place uh it's a little harder to do this and i mean i've even had social workers uh turn to me or people who deal with houses that are you know help you if you uh housing that helps you if you have a low income they say well you have a much better better chance of getting getting a spot if you got divorced and had a child and it's like you're telling me this what the heck i guess, I guess priorities you got you uh you gotta like prioritize uh, the kids welfare first but i, well, I it does it, i guess it can seem like uh uh, like people can't, uh, and I guess that's the stereotype of the welfare queen who just pops out children in order to get free stuff. Yes, and there is that stereotype, and so many people have no clue how exactly to do that in the first place. But then there are people who make that stereotype just wonderfully big by what you say, and those few people, like in 
any part of society are the ones who cause the trouble. Okay, but it's Just extremely few people too. I mean, let's not let's not forget that they they I mean the numbers at least in the United States of people abusing the system that way are less than three percent. It's not a lot of people. I'm not saying it's an abuse. I'm oh that one yeah, but about uh, people getting getting help. No, that, I'm not saying a factor of person ha- being being wrong about anything. I mean, a, a single person, a single mother with a child, is is fine. But uh, that doesn't even. You, sound you're right. saying that you're saying that they, they have that, a right to help as well. Right. What I'm saying is that it's is not that they are wrong to, and there are a lot of people who are. I mean, most people on any of any social care. Who need it and such, and they're not abusing the system. What I'm saying is, is that it's still easier for the people who are a single mother with a child to get that than to people who are not single right, with a child. Right, because it's single income. Is because you can show a single income, whereas if you're married, you have to show a dual income. <coughs> right. So you, exactly. So yeah. So it and is, if you yeah. don't have a child. If, if, you, child, if you don't have a child, nobody gives a damn about you. you in a lot of cases, when it comes to the social, yeah, fat, you can social be you can be factors. homeless. If you don't have a child, you could be homeless, and they don't really care. Hey, Republicans exactly. don't give a damn about you unless you if you have a child. They only care if you're if you're about to produce one. <laughs> that too, but you know, it, it's it's not a factor of abuse of the system. It's a factor of how the system. Right, but what, well, here's right. So it's easier for somebody to to get to get the welfare services if if it's if they if they're a single mother that that's the easiest way for them to get on these to get Section Eight housing to get to get food stamps and stuff like that. Where where if you if you have if you're married, then they expect there to be two incomes, and so they 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 expect that you know you're going to be getting. Yeah, you know, that there should be two right. more money coming in. Whether that's true or not, you know, it it, it doesn't matter at that point. So now you know you have to show. It, so it's more complicated to get these services. Where if you're not married, you're right. It's probably easier to get these services. Right, whether so, you're male yeah. or female, and I shouldn't have been saying female. That's just yeah. something that but, we're bonked into all the time. Is that it's always going to be a female. I, w- but I would. It can be males as well. When it comes to welfare, I suspect you're probably onto something. That it is more women that that are in these situations than men. I don't know that for sure, but but it, probably the stereotype is there for a reason. But it but uh, there can be single males with, with children that are trying to get exactly. welfare as well. Exactly yeah. what I said. Yeah, yeah exactly. because there are, I mean, for whatever reason, there are single males with a with a child, and I think that's great that the males men are not that they're single, but that it's more. Viewed. In our in our misogynist culture, the yeah. women is more often settled with the kids there than men. There are stereotypes with that as well because a lot of males, mm-hmm. the government will be saying, I have a client actually who's trying to get uh, the Canada child benefit. And they're saying, basically, you're the guy. Why do you have the kids? Hi, Dot. That's a new voice. <laughs> That's my sister, Dot. Okay, yeah. very good. <clears throat> She clearly yeah, has so, something to add to the to add to the conversation. I bet that she could a lot so more to the welfare conversation, thing. right? And but this was she could what? Yeah, I, I think that I think that it sounds like she could add a lot more to a welfare conversation. You know, it sounds yeah, like she she's can. Got, Would yeah. you like to speak with her? Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what. Maybe sometime 
uh, this number one, we're running long, and and two, yes. it was supposed to just be about marriage, but and, and we're and, and we're and, and as and we we've always do, over that, which <laughs> which we always do, and that and that's fine. Um, but did I mean? But the bottom the bottom line is here: marriage is becoming um, something for you know, uh, it's becoming for something of people of means, right? Yes, and and that's not and that's not a good thing. The article is saying that that that, that that's not actually a good thing. Right. Um, and I think that and I think that some of these statistics in there are skewed because of that very problem. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, plus uh, also in some cases, it is a lot more financially stable to not be married and get uh, in the tax situation. No, I think that that's very true. Yeah. And there, there once are, again, yeah. my sister can speak with you about that one whenever. <laughs> whenever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep, absolutely. We'll have tax day someday. <laughs> but I think, I, I really do think we need to end it there. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I guess that's another one in the can. That is another one in the can. Say goodnight, everybody. Not a can. Good night. Lots of fun. Uh, if you've made it this far, that's an hour of your time. You're never getting back. But the amateur skeptics appreciate you giving that hour to us. If you'd like to tell us how you felt about spending that hour with us, let us know at WTF at AmateurSkeptics.com. The Amateur Skeptics Podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons Sharealike No Derivatives 3.5 license. Intro music by Peter Canold. Find more of Peter's music at SoundCloud.com forward slash P-K-A-N-O-L. Exit music by OFM. Find more of their music at myspace.com forward slash OFMHQ. Artwork for the Amateur Skeptics by Sean Smith Ford. Copyright Shadow Knight Digital Portraiture.